Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Bach, and today I am joined by not one, but two passionate and innovative women, Sarah Lee and Christine Chang. With backgrounds in both beauty and business, Sarah and Christine have revolutionized the skincare industry with their innovative approach to natural and effective skincare products. Their brand, Glow Recipe, has become synonymous with the glowy skin skincare craze that has garnered a loyal following of beauty enthusiasts around the world. Christine and Sarah's commitment to empowering women to feel confident in their skin has made Glow Recipe a trailblazer in the industry and quite a force to be reckoned with. So without further ado, Sarah, Christine, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here today. Yeah, and I'm super excited to have you both here today uh, because Glow Recipe is just absolutely killing it right now. You guys are all over the internet, all over TikTok. Everybody adores you. So can we kind of kick things off by hearing a little bit about your story and, you know, what sparked this passion for skincare and this partnership between the two of you? Yeah, we go way back. (laughs) That's where I'll start. And our co-founder partnership started because we had that friendship for a long time. We both started in L'Oreal in Korea, actually, many, many years ago. And even though we were working in different brands, we connected over, you know, our mutual passion for skincare and really connected to like, you know, kind of navigate the corporate world together. Mm -hmm. And we were both in marketing and product development functions for some years. I ended up coming to New York. I was transferred through the company and started working in the New York office with the same company, L'Oreal, and this was 2008. And then shortly after, Christine also joined the L'Oreal USA offices, and everything was unplanned. So I, I really think everything happens for a reason. We ended up, you know, again, being in the same New York City, different brands, different teams, but we had, again, this mutual interest and passion for skincare, and our backgrounds were so similar And then fast forward to 2014, after, you know, each of us having experience in L'Oreal for 10 and 11 years, you know, marketing and product development and brand building, essentially, because L'Oreal is truly a marketing school and we were trained Mm -hmm. in the best environment that we could have asked for. We saw both of us the opportunity to combine two worlds together. One was in the skincare space, especially in the U.S., we saw that there were brands that were science-backed and clinically effective, but not sensorial necessarily and highly priced and therefore not approachable. We also saw on the other side that there were a lot of products that were a little bit more colorful and whimsical, but not efficacious or at least perceived 
as efficacious. So we thought just being, you know, very inspired by our upbringing and our heritage, the Korean heritage, and having truly enjoyed skincare ourselves, but we also were always looking for the best results. We decided that it would be amazing for us to combine the two worlds and take the best of both worlds and make sure that we are able to create something that didn't exist before, which was efficacious skincare coupled with sensorial experience and the approachability of skincare. So that was the the idea and the inspiration and the birth of Glow Recipe that you see today. Um, I think we were just really passionate about having people truly enjoy skincare while not compromising on great results. And what we saw at that time, and this is again almost 10 years ago, can't believe time flies. 10 years ago, I think people perceived skincare as a chore versus something that they were truly enjoying. And that's the narrative that we wanted to change and mm-hmm. have people essentially enjoy the application, the texture, the sensoriality of the products, and then ultimately um, see great results all at the same time. So there is essentially no compromise. And so we came up with the positioning of being fruit forward, clinically effective for glowing skin for a skincare line. And that's what you're seeing in all of the Sephora stores and um, different markets around the world today. Amazing origin story. And, you know, it was kind of the perfect time to really be entering the market as a new skincare brand. I mean, skincare, like you mentioned, you know, it used to really feel like this chore because it was also kind of confusing sometimes about what products you actually need to use. There wasn't so much content being made around skincare. It wasn't as accessible to like find new products, learn about new products, figure out what's good for your skin. And then now we're like definitely seeing, especially with the younger generations, like a lot more interest in skincare. You know, it's really funny seeing probably like the older gen alphas with their like 12 to 15 step skincare routine which kind of seems a little excessive, but always makes me laugh. I'm sure they're going to have amazing skin when they're my age, but you know, it's really cool. I really appreciate you sharing a little bit about the pre-glow recipe days. However, I also imagine it's probably a little challenging to launch your own brand while you're working for a huge company like L'Oreal, right? Like you can't just clock out at 5 p.m., So how did you two find the time to sit down and like work on Glow Recipe and really hash things out? Like how how did that process work? So we started the company after we both left L'Oreal because for us, it was really important to partner together in a way where we were all in for this new business. I think there are just moments in life where you have that aha moment. And we Mm -hmm. really felt that we were in this unique position, especially given our beauty experience in both cultures and countries, be that bridge to be able to bring over these skincare philosophies that we grew up with in a really engaging Mm -hmm. way for a global audience. And that was deeply meaningful to us. I actually personally grew up in Louisiana, Mm -hmm. and it was on a personal level, just incredible to see the amount of interest that skincare was starting to have as a conversation piece on social media and how mm-hmm. influencers were starting to cover it. And we wanted to also be that source of really objective, great skincare education. Because to your point earlier, there were a lot of tidbits around skincare that were more clickbaity than truth. So, for example, 
the notion that Korean beauty is a 12 to 18 step skincare routine is actually not true in reality. Korean skincare philosophies are all about carving out that time for yourself and really taking time to enjoy your self-care routine. It's not about a number of steps or being complicated. And I think that only served to overwhelm customers when thinking about mm. skincare approaches. So that's just one example of demystifying that we wanted to do around how easy, accessible, approachable skincare could actually be with the right education. And so when we started the business, we actually started um, as a e-retailer and the goal has never changed, right? It's always been about bringing skincare to this joyful, accessible place. And in those early days, what helped us do that is because as we were curating different brands for the business, we were able to create this great social presence and educational content and library, if you will, of content around how to tailor skincare really to your own lifestyle. And I think over the years, that really helped to build our community, especially on social media, because we were this objective source of tutorials and hacks and really fun videos. And our community has always been so, so engaged. And then over time, as former marketers and product developers, we eventually launched Glow Recipe Skincare, the Fruit Forward line that you see today on the shelves of Sephora because we wanted to bring some additional technologies and we saw this white space for products and ingredients that we thought could further that original mission. Fantastic. I love hearing how the two of you just took a total leap of faith and just dove right in knowing you had, you know, a really great idea on your hands. Because that's, that's, it's a scary move to go from something, um, you know, comfortable and that you excel in and to just go to starting from the ground up and investing totally in yourselves and your ideas. So I absolutely love that. You also spoke about, you know, educating your customers. I did want to know, as you were breaking into the market, how did you get the word out there? Because it can't be an easy feat to get into Sephora as quickly as it seems that the two of you did. Yeah, that's a really good question. And that's actually what we focused on in the very beginning when we first co-founded the company. Because at the end of the day, you know, even if you have the most perfect looking website and you have the best you know, system. If you have no customers because there's no brand awareness, then it just, what's the point? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember the first few weeks we had friends and family members purchasing from our website, but there was no new customer. And mm -hmm. so we really decided to focus on our PR and influencer outreach efforts in the beginning. And I remember, you know, at that time we did a lot of research and we actually from, you know, between the both of us, we decided to essentially divide and conquer and take a look at the, the media and the influencer landscape and target, you know, a list of people that we wanted to reach out to, but in a really customized and personalized way. And what I mean by that is, you know, for example, for press, we went into, you know, some of the media outlets like Birdie, Allure, Refinery29, mm -hmm. um, and researched the editors as well as the articles that they wrote and we didn't just read one or two articles that they wrote we we actually did a lot more research and learned about each and every person's skin type skin concern what they prefer 
you know, and what they're looking for, what they, what excites them. And after all of those sort of in-depth research based on, you know, the articles that were out there, and then also the YouTube videos and the Instagram posts, we were just able to customize the messaging and propose the best routine for each and every one of the people. And we actually ended up reaching wow. out to about 600 people total between the two of us. So imagine the work that we put in to yeah. do all of that research. And I think that that really paid off, actually. Obviously, there were some sleepless nights, but we wanted to do it in the span of, you know, one and two weeks. And we were able to email all of them. And we had a great response rate. And I think people were genuinely surprised at how personalized our approach was mm -hmm. um, and how much we knew about what they liked and what they didn't like. And, and as a result of that, some of the media outlets actually wrote about us, including first-person review of the entire routine that we recommended. There were some influencers that personally you know, wanted to meet us in person. And we did not take that for granted. We actually took that opportunity to foster amazing relationships that we keep to this day um, and that we're really grateful for. And I think because of those organic and genuine relationships that we built, you know, there was a lot of organic posts and content and articles that came out of those conversations. And one of the articles actually led to our entire website being completely sold out. And it's really interesting at that time. I think, you know, now we say you, you can go viral on TikTok, right? You know, 10 years ago, I think when there's a really powerful article, a lot of other media uh, publications would pick up that specific articles. And it, that, you know, was how our products went viral, actually. In the very for the very first time and that was within the first three months of launch wow. so you can imagine how exciting it would have been and actually yeah. that made us go completely break even uh which was amazing so we were profitable from month three wow that's amazing and i absolutely love that approach as a person in the media who gets you know 100 press emails uh, a day. It's an incredible strategy. And I'm not surprised by the response that you got because everybody likes to be, you know, pitched to as if the people have actually taken the time, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to personalize those. Because you can tell if it's just like a canned uh, email and those usually yeah, get bypassed. Yeah, I wanted to come across as, you know, like a copy and paste yeah. and mass email with just names changing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and we've received those for different opportunities. Yeah. And it sometimes just they forget to so remember the name. Not, exactly. It's just like wrong names. I'm not them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we definitely wanted to make sure like we are able to stand out amongst all of the emails yeah. that they're getting every single yeah. day. And I think that really worked um, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's super smart. Well, I want to ask. So you said within three months of launching, you guys went viral. And how did you deal with that demand? Can you walk me through that a little bit? Because as exciting as that is, you have to fill all those orders. So what was that like? It was a lot of manual work. So yeah. for the first year of our business, we were very committed to experiencing all facets of the business because we wanted to understand it inside out. And part of that included packing our own orders in our office. We got a small office space. We were printing out labels. We wrote handwritten cards to customers that went into every order. We wish we could still do, do this. It's just not feasible anymore. That was 
a great part of our joy. And then we would go into the customer inbox and really monitor emails as well. And for us, it was just this amazing, joyful time. Like, yes, it was hard at times because we were in the daytime doing these press emails and cold calling and figuring out the site and Googling and designing. And then at night we were packing orders. So it was a lot, but just the fact that we were getting the word out about our vision, if you will, for how we wanted people to enjoy skincare and the fact that people were responding so well to it. And we were seeing it firsthand in that email inbox on social media and the comments that just motivated us every day. And being able to have these moments where, you know, a press hit would go live and then we would see that response and more awareness and this cycle of customers coming into the business and then repurchasing, that was just an incredible time. And we were just incredibly <laughs> grateful that it was going well. I think the other moment that really helped explode our business in those early days was a stint on Shark Tank. I'm not sure if you're aware, but we were on Shark Tank at the end of 2015, so exactly one year into our business. And we didn't expect to actually be able to go on the show, but we lined up for an open casting call outside of ABC Studios in the spring, somehow got through to the next level where we sent in a video audition. And each time we figured it, it wouldn't work out, but somehow we found ourselves in Culver City at the Shark Tank ABC Studios um, oh filming in the fall. And being able to also pitch our business in front of the sharks with some incredibly accomplished business people and hone our business pitch was also just a great exercise in itself for us because it helped us distill the things that we knew and were embodying every day into this very concise language. And that that segment went live, I believe it was early December, just in time for that holiday rush. And we had another round of having to go pack because we then at that we, by December, we were working with a small warehouse, but they couldn't handle the demand. So our team and we had to go down to Brooklyn and just help pack to get orders out because the volume alone was enough to crash our site the first wow. time the segment went live. But what was even more exciting was just the response that we were seeing on Twitter, on Instagram. It was this amazing universe of comments around, oh, I never knew this existed. We love your educational content. This is so helpful. You guys made skincare easy. And getting that feedback from an even broader audience because Shark Tank at the time, I believe, had a massive viewership and we were able to really explain our mission on the show. That audience, I think, was that next step in, in gaining additional awareness for what we wanted to do with Glow Recipe. And we're still incredibly grateful we had that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, just the exposure alone from getting on Shark Tank. I mean, incredible. I, what, what, it must have been a surreal feeling to be on the show. Oh, yes, yeah, it was. It was, it was beyond surreal. I remember we were both like we, I, we didn't even notice, but we were like we were having cold sweats. <laughs> my like my lips were fully dry. I had to like grab water during the the you know the session. It was just a very out of body movement for us, but probably the most exhilarating, the most exciting opportunity we've had. I'm not sweating. It's just the glow. You're just seeing the glow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, speaking of glows, you know, your name is Glow Recipe. What is the glow and what does that mean for beauty? Yeah, so it's a really good question as well, because we were talking about how we came about the name Glow Recipe. Mm -hmm. Um, I think everything that we do today, whether it's with product innovation or the engagement with our community or any sort of communication that we put out, the goal is to provide the best recipe, the best Mm -hmm. education and the best tools, including product to achieve your glow. That's really the ultimate mission and the goal um, for whatever we do. And that's actually why we created the name Glow Recipe. We're doing everything for you from product to education to communication for that beautiful glow inside and outside. And that's how we came about. And the other point of inspiration at that time was that, you know, I think glow was a key word that was shown slowly in the beauty Mm -hmm. space, but it wasn't really defined or shown visually in a natural way. I think we've seen, you know, bronzers associated with summer glow, for example, or highlighters with glowing result. But I think there's to associate skincare with glow. So you're actually really treating your skin as well Mm -hmm. as improving your skin, you know, with the concerns that you might have that you're addressing with the right products and the right ingredients that's actually going to give you that clear, clarified skin in order to showcase that inner lit from within glow. And then on top of that, you're able to glow even more with the addition of some of the products that we have to offer. So that's something we wanted to really talk about, again, from a skincare perspective, and then give you all the tools and the ingredients to achieve that. Amazing. And well, glowy, dewy skin is like the biggest beauty trend that there is right now. now. It is. It is. We started, it wasn't, you know, but we knew, we knew that it was going to be a much bigger, I guess, you know, skin ideal Mm -hmm. or the finish that people would, you know, want to achieve. We knew that that was coming. We already had seen that also in different parts of the world, including Mm -hmm. Asia, that it was you know, again, the natural glow and the radiance because of how healthy your skin is, was the skin ideal. So we really wanted to embody that. And that was really the mission of the company. Yeah, that's amazing. Because at the time, you know, 2014, 15, 16, up until probably, what, 2019, the matte, very matte makeup was definitely just everywhere. That's what all anybody did. So that's, pretty amazing that you guys were able to kind of see that that trend was on the horizon. And, you know, speaking of trends and social media trends, so I want to hear from you both about the role of social media and the expansion of your brand. Any markers of success that you can share with us? Because Gen Z, they just absolutely love your brand. So, and I mean, millennials too, and, you know, I'm sure Gen Xers as well. But speaking on Gen Z, though, you know, any tips or tricks on how you've managed to capture their heart? Yeah, absolutely. So social media has been just an incredible platform for us because it's one of those areas where I think it really levels the playing field in the sense that even a growing or indie brand can have an amazing presence and connection with their community. And from day one for us, the most important thing was always transparency and then secondarily adding value to our customers and The first point being, whether it was, 
you know, our processes, whether it was reformulating products, taking feedback from customers on certain mm-hmm. products and doing better, improving upon experiences, whether it was site or at the point of to sale at store. We've always tried to have that transparent dialogue with our community on social media. Our customer care team really prioritizes answering every single comment and every single DM, of course, when possible, but just really making sure if someone's taking the time to comment or to reach out to us, we're making sure that on our end, they feel seen and heard. Mm -hmm. And so over the years, this has developed into a very engaged community that is excited for us when we have launches that knows that we'll take their feedback into consideration when they have suggestions for us, when we ask for, you know, ideas or comments on certain initiatives, especially things like sustainability or our product development that we could be doing better, they're so ready and willing to offer up those that type of feedback for us. And it's just been an amazing dialogue. Recently, we tried to take on a new aspect of community by creating what we call the Glow Gang Ambassadorship Program. So this is a program where we have the most engaged group of customers together and help preview products to them, invite them to launch events, and give them a a little bit more of an in-depth view behind the brand. And the response to this program has been tremendous. We're actually hoping to expand it because we've gotten so many requests to join the Glow Gang Ambassador program. But it's just an extension of that original philosophy around community, right? Where we want to make sure, once again, our community, especially those that have been engaged with the brand for so long, their feedback is really being taken into consideration on all aspects when it comes to decision-making at the company. I think the other aspect that's been great for us has been about staying true to our values. So from the early days, we've prioritized, for example, when we use a model image or when we talk about skin, we've always wanted to make sure that we were supporting real skin acceptance. And skin positivity or skin neutrality is an ongoing topic in the beauty industry especially on social media, which can be so hard because you're scrolling and constantly seeing mm-hmm. things that maybe don't always support that. And so it was important to us to make Glow Recipe this safe space online. And as a brand, a couple of years ago, we committed to no longer using words like flawless, poreless, mm-hmm. perfection, anti-aging, words we felt like didn't necessarily uphold real skin acceptance and we haven't retouched our model visuals in years. We, When we shoot our models, especially for skincare campaigns, they're usually not wearing makeup. And when they are, it's just for the eyes and lips. And we, we say that transparently once again, because mm-hmm. we want to show all skin types, tones, conditions, concerns, ages in our visual imagery on our social media so that our community is truly reflected in all of its diversity. Yeah, I love that. So really, you know, fostering those real connections with your customers because your customers will always tell you exactly what they want, right? I mean, always. You just have to listen. But I also love, you know, the the point you touched on about how you guys are really promoting skin acceptance. And I love that, you know, you're actually showing what the product looks like, how it behaves on real skin, removing words like flawless because there's, you know, no such thing. And I think that, you know, builds a lot of trust then with your customers. Absolutely. Amazing. So I want to hear a little bit more about your influencer campaign. So I know that you've recently done a trip 
to Wyoming earlier this year. Can you tell us a little bit about that, how the idea came about and, you know, how you leveraged that trip with your influencers? Yeah, it was actually our very first, first ever brand trip that we took with the influencers. Exciting. Yeah, so it was really exciting. We had been planning on that six for six months, six plus months, actually. Mm-hmm. And, the, and one of the main reasons why we wanted to do something like that was, number one, to to foster and deepen relationships. So the influencers that we invited to the trip consisted of creators that we already had really amazing relationships with and creators that are fans of Glow Recipe that we were just getting to know each other. So it was a nice mix of the different sort of relationships, which is why we thought it would be a great moment for us to really, you know, share that we are grateful for the partnership, but also really Mm -hmm. get to know them in a personal level. So I think that goal was achieved (laughs) because I think, um, you know, for influencers like Michaela and Glenzilla, we just really, I mean, we already knew them very well, but I think we got to know them on a personal level and really deepen the relationship. And Mm -hmm. we feel like we came out of that trip with some of the other influencers that were there just being really close friends with them. And we created memories that will last a lifetime altogether. And I think that the bonds that we've built as founders is something you can't really put a value on. You know, we constantly heard from the guests that were on the trip that that's the Wyoming trip with Glow Recipe has been the best Mm -hmm. trip that they've ever been on. Some of them even said that it was the best trip, even from a personal standpoint as well. Oh, I love that. So I think, yeah, and I think that really allowed our guests to try our products put them to the test. I mean, we actually all had a task of trying our um, plum cream moisturizer, which is a very hydrating plumping cream to try it in this harsh, dry weather in Jackson Hole um, in the yeah. snow, you know, resort in the snowy mountains. The wind and like see, at your face. Exactly. And to see if the hydration lasts and if the skin still feels plump after being on a snowmobile for hours. And... <laughs> And really so, putting it to the test. Yeah, it was basically a torture test. And <laughs> all of the, the guests um, raved about the product at the end. So it was truly a, a trip that combined, you know, the, the product experience from Glow Recipe. But once again, that bonding moment with them and to really have them get a little bit more excited about the brand Glow Recipe. That's amazing. I love that you sent them to Jackson Hole instead of like, you know, a beach resort somewhere where they're going to be in the sun and glowing already. And really just, again, driving it back to, you know, being authentic in what you do and building trust. I mean, it's things like that that actually builds trust. I yeah. Think, and I think your audience. what's even more exciting is that people, the EMV result and also the sales result coming out of that trip was something we didn't really expect either. It was phenomenal, essentially. We generated so much buzz on social media. And I think a lot of people just talked about the fact that Glow Recipe was at Jackson Hole with all these influencers. Yeah. So that just created phenomenal buzz on TikTok and also on Instagram. We also saw that the Plum Plum Cream, which I mentioned, immediately, you know, skyrocketed in the ranks too within our portfolio. And so I think it was you know, well worth it from a conversion standpoint, but also Mm -hmm. even more meaningful because of the bonding that we had with them. Amazing. I love it. Hey, I want to know, you know, what can we expect coming up from the brand? Any new 
product launches or fun campaigns that you have down the pipeline? What are you what are you working on now? So recently, what we've been very excited about is that with the launch of Strawberry BHA Blur Drops, which is a skincare and makeup primer in one, we actually got a Sephora window for the first time ever. Sephora doesn't do windows for their skincare brands very frequently. So it's a rare opportunity. And we were very honored to have that full exposure across all nationwide stores in the U.S. and Canada. And it's this beautiful image of one of the models that we shot. Of course, it is unretouched, the visual, and also the model is not wearing any makeup except for blur to just really showcase the product and real skin. And what's really fun about this is that we've gotten such a great response from our community that's been seeing this window all across the nation and letting us know and sending us photos. Um, and our team's just been very, very excited about that. Very, Maybe very excited so about this launch. A makeupless model at Sephora. Yes, yes exactly. And That's it's amazing. just very true to Glow Recipes brand <laughs> ethos. And also the product launch itself has been very exciting as well. It's now a top primer at Sephora. And it, you know, originally we had launched the now, I guess, gone viral <laughs> Glow Recipe Watermelon Niacinamide Dewdrops, which is this mm-hmm. product that works both as a tone evening serum and is a treatment first and foremost, but also works really well as a primer or mixed in with your foundation as kind of makeup's best friend. Mm-hmm. And Oh, you don't have to tell me. I, I have it <laughs> on my face right now. Um, oh, I used it at Shop Talk when I was getting like four hours of sleep and I actually looked alive on camera. So yes, both of that you for creating so this product. That's, yeah. That's actually what it does because we got a lot of comments from our customers saying when they feel like their skin looks a little dull, even behind mm-hmm. the Zoom camera, that they would apply a thin layer of dew drops and immediately they'll get skin com- compliments from, you know, people. So... That's like magic. That you had that experience. It's yeah, exactly it. what we designed it for. So, so happy to hear that. And so Blur Drops is the satin smooth skin finish partner or sister product, if you will, to Dew Drops. And it was an exciting kind of launch for us to see how customers respond not only to our products as skincare, but how they're incorporating it into all aspects of their routine, including makeup. And we're seeing people use both dew drops and blur drops on TikTok, online for different skin looks, if you will, which is not really a word that's typically associated with skincare. But the mm-hmm. fact that we're able to fluidly you know, go between skincare and makeup this way, but also empower the customer to use these these products, these very versatile products in different ways in their routine has been just really amazing to see. Well, the two of you are just doing amazing things for the industry, really challenging and changing the way that we all think about skincare and how we perceive ourselves and our skincare. So I, I really appreciate the two of you stopping by and sharing your recipe of success with us on the show. It's been a pleasure to chat with you both. And I look forward to uh, continuing to watch the two of you glow in the industry. Oh, Thanks thank so you much. so much. Thanks for having thank us you. here. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode 
And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.